Scripture talks about how you know the mighty have fallen. You may be seated. This week was really a very eventful week for us. Amen. Are you all settled? Amen. <laughs> you know, again, we, we read from the news. I think everybody knows about the whole situation with, uh, I call him Brother Tan Jun, uh, Chun Jin. You know, and uh, I just was praying and God says that he's a restorer. I want us to pray for a fallen brother. Amen. He's still our brother. I don't take joy. I don't take joy when people fall. I say that again. I don't take joy. The scripture says, if you take joy, you got to be very careful. Because it can happen to any one of us if we are not careful. Amen. I, I thought it was very timely, you know, when all this episode happened. You know, that temptation is so real. You know, the Bible says the devil is there to uh, steal, kill and destroy. He wants to kill your faith. He wants to steal your joy. Today, we're going to be talking about temptation part two. You know, I, I just felt very strongly in the spirit. I want to talk to you married people here today. The greatest gift that you can ever give to your children is a healthy marriage relationship. No child should interfere with that. Before there was a child, there was your wife <laughs> or your spouse. Come on, everybody say amen. And then, I, 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 I'm a person that is always like to be proactive about this. Don't wait until there's a problem, then you start to fix it. And there are things that, that we have taught in this church. And, and in this church, we, we teach about, you know, premarital counselling. You know, how to not let that relationship go bad. Because relationship is like something that you have to nurture. If you want good relationship, it takes work. Come on, everybody say Amen. It takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of grace. It takes a lot of forgiveness. And then there is His need versus your need, her need. Amen. And we have to be very careful that we work on it. Sometimes that I have to work on my need and there are times that I have to be very careful that I will not let that lust overtake me. I have to watch my appetite. There are times where you know, I, I, I just can't help it but to have this thought in my head. What if Brother Tan Chun Jin would say to somebody in his life, an elder, I'm tempted. You know, this is a story where it tells me also that, you know, we can be so busy in life. He was a very, very good MP. You know, a lot of people were saying that he was very proactive on the ground. But at the same time, that we can be so busy in life that we forgot to cherish our relationship with our loved ones. Amen. Here's what I want us to do. I want us to pray for him. I want us to pray for his family. Why don't we stand one more time? 
you know, again, uh, if you're new at Tabernacle of Joy, we like to pray, we like to, you know, especially we want to pray for our leaders. You know, the scriptures that came to my mind, oh, how the mighty have fallen. Amen. Father, right now in the name of Jesus, we pray. Lord, we agree there's no excuse, God, for what He has done, but nevertheless, He's still a brother. Father, I pray, God, right now, God, for grace. I pray, God, for mercy. Lord, I pray, God, for His family, His wife and His children, God. Lord, I cannot imagine the kind of stress that they may go through, Father. And Lord, let it be a lesson for all of us here today, God, that no one is so big that they will never be tempted. Father, I pray, God, right now, Lord, in the name of Jesus, if there's a time that we are living in, Lord, this is the time, God, where, where the people of God will be tempted. Lord, that you are, Lord, there is the evil one that is trying to discredit our testimonies, get to discredit our walk, God. Lord, right now, they're trying to, 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 to kill our faith, Father. Lord, to steal our joy, to steal that peace, God, right now. God, I, I pray, God, right now, God, in the name of Jesus, God, for your hands to be upon our leader right now. Lord, that you will begin to restore him, Lord. You restore his peace, God. You restore, Lord, I cannot imagine the kind of stress that he's going through. I pray, God, that you will be his refuge place, Lord. I pray, God, that your hands will be upon his children. That your hands will be upon that relationship, oh God. I plead the blood of Jesus, God, upon my brother. Lord, I pray, God, let him not be so condemned, God, that he doesn't know how to come back to you. But God, that you will lead him back, God. Lord, that you will lead him back because you are a gracious God. You are a merciful God. Lord, I pray, God, right now, touch him. Lord, right now. In Jesus' name. Matthew chapter 6, verse 9, verse 13. In this manner, therefore, pray. Our Father... In heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors and lead, do not lead us into temptation. Let me, let me repeat this verse 13. And do not lead us into temptation but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. James chapter 1 verse 12. Blessed is the man who endures temptation. For when he has been approved, he will receive the crown of life which the Lord has promised to those who love him. Amen. Father, I pray God that your word would help us today. Lord, I pray for understanding. I pray, God, that you help us overcome this thing called temptation. Lord, let your will be done. In Jesus' name, and all God's people say, Amen. You may be seated. Amen. Again, you know, let, 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 me, let me do some, a little bit of revision so that all of us are on the same page. When we read James chapter 1, verse 13, it says, Let no one say when he is tempted. You see, here's the fact. Every one of us will be tempted. Amen. Amen. But the good news is, it's just because I'm tempted doesn't mean I have sinned. Jesus was tempted. I say again, Jesus was tempted, but He did not sin. Okay, we will all be tempted in our lifetime. 
where it's tempted to, you know, uh, scream at your wife, where it's tempted to just lose my temper, all of us will be tempted. Amen. The key is to overcome this temptation. So, what is the meaning of the word temptation? It is to entice to do wrong by promise of pleasure or gain. Okay? So, the purpose of temptation, Satan's purpose of sin is to block our inheritance as sons of God by enslaving us to sin. Amen. Remember this, after you are born again, somebody is really very unhappy. Amen. Okay? He will still fight you. And his job is to entice us, to tempt us into sin again. So that when he tempts you into sin again, you yield yourself to temptation that becomes sin. And you become slave to sin. And it will hinder a few things. It will hinder your inheritance. Amen. Everybody say praise God. You know, again, we read from the scripture you know, that we are not supposed to yield ourselves as instruments of unrighteousness. Let's, let's, let's turn to Romans chapter 6, verse 16. Do you not know that to whom you present yourself slaves to obey, you are that one's slaves whom you obey, whether of sin leading to death or of obedience leading to righteousness? So I do not want to be a slave to my desires. Can everybody say amen? Just because I feel like it doesn't mean I have to do it. Everybody say amen. You know, I have an ego. I have to watch my ego. Just because I am right doesn't mean that I can be proud. Amen. Because pride destroys a lot of relationship. Amen. We have to be careful. Amen. Okay, so we want to be very careful that we give room, no room to the devil. Okay, and it prevents us from being able to have that harmonious relationship with God. When I have a harmonious relationship with God, righteousness, peace, and joy comes into my life. Amen. I have that inner peace. Amen. That I'm not unsettled all the time and always wanting things to fill in my life because I have a relationship with God. Amen. And number three, it hinders our prayers through sin. Okay? So today, we're going to talk about the six stages of temptation. If you can understand these six stages of temptation, this will help you tremendously to overcome temptation. Okay? Everybody say amen. Turn to your neighbor and say, we are not immune to temptation. Amen. I think I've said it time and time again. Many of us don't even know that we are tempted. Folks, it will come. The devil knows how to press your button. You know what? Temptation always begins sometimes with good intention. Oh, I want to counsel this person. Guess what? Number one person that count, uh, uh, fall into adultery, adulterous relationship are counselors. Amen. You have to be very careful. Especially, I'm, I'm talking to men, you, you're dealing with the other ladies, the opposite gender. Amen. Come on, everybody say amen. That's why, you know, I, I have boundaries for my leaders. I, I will refuse them to go counsel the opposite gender without their wives. Amen. 
uh, are you with me? You're looking at me it's real strange, you know. You know, uh, 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 when you do a group chat, get your wives involved or get another colleague involved because you know what? People can accuse you of things that you never done. You know, uh, let me give you an example. I've said this again. My, my pastor friend of mine, you know, he, he was just rushing and, and, and getting coffee and I don't know what he said, okay? And, and, and this person said, uh, got upset with the pastor and, and ran into the room and, and, and said this, Pastor, I don't think that gesture was appropriate. You were trying to flirt with me. But there was no weakness. I mean, just imagine that will be in your resume. You will find it hard to get a job, especially in the role of a pastor. Amen. In fact, you know, our old office, do you know why I wanted glass? so that people can see what's going on on the inside. Amen. I'm, I'm talking to you, married personnel, and, and also married personnel, you know, listen. You have your needs, and she have their needs. Don't be so selfish that you say, oh, I don't feel like it. Sometimes you just got to sacrifice for them, because you sanctify them. Oh, Lord, help me here. Everybody's quiet. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, I, 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 I'm tired. I'm sorry that you are tired, but where else will you go? You are married. Then clear the schedule. Hello? Don't always criticize your men. Admire them because they long for respect. You tear them down, one lady come over and say, hey, good looking. He, you're so sensitive. I like you. The guy, oh, oh. somebody is stroking their ego. Yes, you got to stroke their ego once in a while. Hello? How come this is turning to a marriage seminar? And, 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 and you know what? Guys, be sensitive to the ladies. Let them talk and you smile. Build your relationship. Spend intimacy. You know, intimacy not just physical. Men, men always think intimacy is physical. But there has got to be the way women are is like a crock pot. They are not microwave. Men are like microwave. But woman is like a crock pot. Amen. Slowly. Amen. It begins by washing your cups and plates. It begins by washing the toilet. Amen. My wife say amen. <laughs> okay, everybody say praise God, you know. And, 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 okay, I'm going to get you singles now. Remember this, uh, the person that you are dating or having a courtship may not be your wife until you say, I do. Before you think about kissing that person, think this, I may be kissing somebody else's wife. And you must understand the pastor's role. Uh. My role is to put guidelines, that rules. I'll tell you why. Very simple. If somebody, this don't work out, they say, I cannot stand his face in the church because he kissed my lips. 
my first kiss. I cannot take it anymore. I cannot go to the same church as them. And I do understand that. You know, there are times when me and my wife, right, were, were, were planning uh, some of the groups, some of you young people groups, and we asked ourselves, Alama, this one got history. Alama, this one got history. Cannot put them in the same group. This one got history. Please, uh, tolong. Uh, don't make me have, everybody got history. <laughs> amen. Come on, everybody say Amen. Yes, I have, I, you know what, I, I, I can only pastor by permission. Some of you have come to me. I will help you. Amen. Come on, everybody say amen. Don't wait until the last minute when you get yourself so, invo- uh, so involved and so invested that that's, then you want to, I, I think it's the wrong person. Somebody's going to get hurt, you know. Because you don't treat somebody's heart like, like what, you know, uh, like uh, what? Like, you know, you got to treat somebody's heart like it's so fragile. Amen. If you have intentions, just say it. Come to me. Don't be scared. I also want you to get married. Come on, everybody say amen. I don't want to start a monastery. (laughs) Come on, everybody say amen. We will help you, okay? I mean, uh, uh, that's the thing that we do here at Tabernacle of Joy. Amen. We will fight for your case. But at the same time, you need to cooperate with us. October, we're going to have a pre-marital counselling. I like that a lot because it helps my relationship every time I revisit those principles. So again, please listen, young people. Do not cause somebody to fall. You know what? I'll tell you something. They may be so in love and then you fall into fornication. That means uh, this person can lead you to hell. It's love. No, it's not love. It's lust. Love can wait. Love is long-suffering. Love is patient. Patient, long-suffering. That means I endure my, my desires until I say I do. You got to think picture and that's the physical that's why we have boundaries. That's why we tell people, you know what, if, you're, you, know, if you cannot control, don't meet. Amen. Because you can cause somebody to sin. Ironic, I'm in love, but you cause the person to sin. If you cannot control your, your appetites, guess what? Get married. Amen. Come on, you all wave at me. Amen. Say, oh, pastor, very old school. Wait till you have children that you know. Wait till you have a girl, then you know. Amen. Everybody say amen. Not your head, please. And then we also, uh, listen, we all have been victims of painful relationships. And we tell you honestly that the best way is the Bible way. Thank you for that overwhelming response. Amen. You, You know what? Listen, why live your life in regret? Regret has a lot of penalty leh, that you have to deal with. Leh. Oh yes, God will forgive us, but we have to deal with the baggage of this thing called regrets. Leh. And it is sometimes very hard to remove that reproach because of memories that you have that they dip into your life. 
and let me help you understand. Don't make people, if you guys are attached, if you guys are in courtship, don't make people around you uncomfortable. Hello? Amen? Everybody say praise God. Amen? Come on, everybody say praise God. <laughs> You get the whole lifetime to do it. Everybody say praise God. You have also have to remind yourself, like, we are supposed to be examples for these little ones. Eh? Thank you for that overwhelming response. Everybody say praise God. You're very quiet eh, today, very quiet. <laughs> Amen. Okay, let's turn to James. Chapter 1, verse 14 to 15. Okay, we're going to talk about the, side, the, the, the steps of temptation. James chapter 1, verse 14. But every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. And when lust has conceived, it brings forth sin. And sin, when it's finished, brings forth death. Amen. Okay. So the first stage is this thing called lust, stage 1. Desire. So we're going to talk about that. Stage two is enticement. Stage three, conception. Stage four, birth. Stage five, sin. Stage six is death. You see, we start off with this thing called lust and desire. You know, temptation always begins when we try to feel a need. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Okay, when we try to feel a need and in an illegitimate way that becomes sin. Amen. Okay? Here's the tricky part about us trying to feel that need. Okay? I may be troubled. I may be confused. I may be feeling horrible about myself. Guess what I do? The best, the easiest way is to go to somewhere, go to a pub and drink alcohol. And does it work? Yes, it works temporarily. And just because it works temporarily doesn't mean it is the solution. Hear me now. And then because it works temporarily, you go do it again. You don't do it again. You go do it until, until it becomes an addiction. We got to be careful that, that, that yes, there is a need that needs to be met. But what is that need? Amen. You know, and, 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 and again, that, 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 that desire becomes so much important. It becomes an idol. Yeah, I don't care. I just want to get it. I don't care. I just want to get it. That becomes my God. You know, it's not about the alcohol. It's the desire for alcohol is dangerous. It's not about that tiger beer. Tiger beer was, 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 you know, it's the desire because when I have that desire, if not kept in check, it will control me. In that desire for intimacy. So what I do, I, I go find any woman that I want and get intimate with them. It's that desire that you don't care, that, that it, 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 it will cause you to do crazy things. Your, your limbic system will kick in. And then it's it just, just something that you always do when you go through a hard situation that you cannot help it, but you think about it, oh, you know what, I'm angry. I'm angry with my wife because guess what? She didn't give me what I want. And, and, and it kicks in. That desire makes you, you even ban, as a Christian, it makes you, you ban every moral rule that you know of. 
That's an idol that will consume you. That idol, that desire, that intense desire that, that, that if we don't keep in check, that's why discipline is really very important as a Christian. It says that the fruit of the Spirit is self-control. Amen. Just because I want it doesn't mean I need to have it. Some of us have, have desires that we, we, we spoil ourselves. I feel like it, I do it. Nobody's going to tell me what. I feel like it, especially as you grow older, you got money. And you become autonomous. Somebody's got to control you because if I don't control this desire, it will control me. If I don't control money, money will control me. If I don't control, it's not about money, it's that, that longing for power, it's longing for that control. You got to be careful, folks. That desire, you have to watch it. How you feed your desire is crucial because if I can get this point right, stage one, I have victory. I say again, you know what? It always begins with a desire. Desires are not bad. Everybody say desires are not bad. Okay, let me give you an example. I desire to eat. Because God created that special desire so that I will eat to be healthy. Amen? But then if you keep on focusing on eating, that becomes gluttony. Desires must have a healthy appetite. That's why my wife will tell me this after midnight, don't eat so much, eat porridge. But I want burger, McDonald's. No! My, my stomach is crying out for McDonald's, filler or fish, at least not so bad. No, it's so late. She is my discipline master. And sometimes if I don't get my way, I get angry. They also cannot. But the dog wants to eat thing can. Come on, everybody say amen. Likewise, we have appetites that we must say no to. If I cannot say no to this desire, if I cannot say no, if you put me anywhere in the world, I'm, I will be tempted. I mean, especially when your, your, your company will send you overseas to trips. You got to watch yourself, amen. You got to put protocols. You got to, you, you, you know, there are times where, where, where it's a good thing to bring your wife together with you if you have a wife. If not, you will have a Facebook Skype and then you put the iPad there like she's next to you and you walk around, hey, hi, how are you? How are the children? I want to talk to the children. You need to remind yourself you're married. You need to remind yourself you, if I mess up, my children will all suffer. Are you all with me here? Amen. Because here's the deal, folks. We will all be tempted, especially, you know, sometimes the temptation, right, are so real. Amen. Everybody say praise God. So there are areas that, 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 that we may try to feel in the areas of relationship. Amen. It's normal for us to want to have relationship with people. Amen. Come on, everybody say amen. But then we want a close relationship. We want an intimate relationship. And, and, and if we are not careful, when we go outside and with a colleague of the opposite gender, and then you go down for drinks and then if your conviction is not to drink alcohol great you still got soundness of mind but you drink even the colleague not so pretty one also become pretty hello let me tell you something we laugh at this right i have seen my friends uh, 
crying every Sunday. He said this, I made a mistake. For that moment, I forgot that I was married. I drank. And my, my ability to say no was weakened. And now, because of this mistake, my wife divorced me and I have to parent my children from afar. I still love my wife, but my wife has no dealings with me. I'm hurt that I hurt her. And I've seen that relationship deteriorate and my friend is suffering from all the penalty of just one moment of pleasure. One moment of pleasure can destroy everything. Folks, listen very carefully. This is a safe place to be. Amen. I, I'm telling you this, right? I don't know how to tell you this. I'm tempted at times, Brother Shanker. But then when I sing, What is your name? Jesus. You see, listen very carefully this. Right? I, I, I know you guys are in love, but there are times that I don't feel like I'm in love. I'm so resentful to my wife. Thank you for one big amen. <laughs> there are times I resent that relationship, but I'm so glad that I have a relationship with God. And the reason why, I don't, because there may not be enough love here. But there is a love there. And because there's a love there, I do the right thing. That's why I say, oh, you will never go around when you are in faith in Christ Jesus. Because you know what? He watches over you. And the reason why I don't do the things that I do, the reason why I don't go out there and smoke, which I can be tempted all the time. Amen. I was a smoker. I don't do those things because I put him first. Amen. I can tell you one thing. Sometimes my wife can drive me nuts. And I can drive her nuts. Likewise. Come on, everybody say amen. So you know what I do? I don't go around and ah, see you tomorrow. I'm going out there. Hey, Johnny, come, let's go. Go where? Go, uh, uh, Papa. Uh, then drink, 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 drink. After that, then after that, one girl come, hey, lai, lai, pay, lai, lai, pay. you drink, 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 drink. That's why I put boundaries. That's why you got to have good friends that say, come out, let's do it and talk, let's lim kopi. Not say go and lim jay tiger. Lim kopi, lai, let's talk. Let me pray for you. Let me speak the truth in love. Let me tell you, you need to have friends around you that will love your wife and love you. And once you, and they are advocates for marriage. Come on, every, well, nowadays you don't find those people. Ah, That's what my friends do. Reservists, eh? Reservists, eh? They, they can find excuse, right? To go to Joy B. Reservists, eh? They go JB to nightclub, eh? And then 4 a.m. they come back, eh? Crawling inside the commando camp, eh? I mean, that, like they came, you know what? Because they say, why wife wouldn't know what? You go reservists, what? You still can go JB, man? You know why? I was there. Oh, then, yeah, 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 yeah. She was young, white boss. Yeah, 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 Lim Chiu. I said, hey, reservist. I told them, hey, reservist, you still can go. Lang mei zai wan na. And come back all drunk. Man, and then I saw some of them go pay that money. You know what? They spent the whole night, their head inside the toilet bowl vomiting. Drink, vomit everything out. Very fun, man. Yeah, for that moment, that moment of weakness, 
that moment when you realize that you don't have a relationship and they are feeling their emptiness. You know what? They are self-medicating that pain of relationship that they do not have. Amen. That's why uh, pastors say this. Uh, be careful uh, that you get checkmate in a relationship. Whew. That you say, oh, at first you say, hey, inside your heart of heart, you know, beside lah. But maybe I can change him. Wow, that's the, that's the part that I get scared the most. Some people always say, ah, after I marry, I can change him. Then after they marry, they still cannot change. Ah, then you know what they tell themselves? Let me have children. And, and listen, if a guy cannot control his appetite with you, what makes him he can control his appetite with someone out there? Think. Think. Everybody say, Amen. Unless he put boundaries. Come on, everybody say, Amen. You're looking at me real strange. I can give you a case right now I've seen all the time. People who put boundaries, they are safe. They put boundaries, they have. People talk to them about their relationship, ask them, how are you doing? On scale 1 to 10, how are you? Your, your resistance level. On a scale to talk, talk about intimacy, everything. You know what? I, I'm going to be honest with you all, okay? When I speak to my leaders, I talk about intimacy, how they are at. You know why Bishop tell me this? You have to talk about those things. Because those things can save you. Can save a relationship. Hello? Everybody, amen. Say amen. Eh? You're looking at me like, huang kui like that. Eh? <laughs> Scary, eh? because I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to save your relationship. Eh, Lord, help us. And then there are times where, 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 where you know, there's a need for respect. Man needs respect. All men say, amen. one more time, man. Amen. Respect us a gong way, gong gentle. Don't treat us like dog, eh? We need respect. Hello? We need respect. Talk to us also, talk nicely, lah. Otherwise, we go look elsewhere for respect, eh? Can everybody say amen? I'm just telling you not to make you feel bad, lah. But it's the truth. Respect us, lah. Children, respect your children, your parents, eh? Because your parents also feel rejected by you, lah. When they have to say no to you, leh, then after you give them attitude. Leh. Attitude, you know what that attitude by not talking. You quiet. It's very painful. When all they want to do is just to protect you. Respect. Amen. Respect when they say no. Respect. Because they are obligated to protect you. Okay? Then also there are times where people need a refuge. They need a place to just heal. Amen. Everybody say amen. You need to call somebody and say, you know what, I just had a blown out this. I don't know whether it's right, but you know, anger can be so intoxicating that you regret what you've done. But I'm so glad that I have friends that will not judge me because I made a mistake. Come on. It's a safe place to be. I, I made a mistake, you know. I shouldn't say that to my wife. I shouldn't do that. Guess what? All of us make mistakes before. 
It's better to go to a place where there is brothers and sisters that, that, that will love you for who, the way you are. And, and also sometimes we also want to be rewarded. I mean, after a hard day's life, come on. Don't you want to be rewarded? But there is healthy rewards and there is not healthy rewards because there, you may sin. <laughs> Listen, I'm not against you having pleasure. But there's a proper way to get pleasure. Hello? Come on, everybody say amen. We want to be rewarded for a hard day's work. And then here comes another one. Some of us just want to lash out because not uh, injustice. We want revenge. Amen. Yeah, there are times where I say not fair. Not fair. Come on, everybody say not fair. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I've been doing this so, to my wife so many. I've been nice to her, but not fair. She treat me like a piece of carpet. Amen. And then there's revenge coming out. Come on. How many of you have your, your loved one do wrong to you? Come on, wave your hand. And you want to revenge. Not fair. Not fair. And you know what? It's only one event, but... We overdo it by rethinking it over 70 times, 7 times. You say, how can you sin 70 times, 7 times? Overthinking. Oh, you did this to me. And then after that, you bring your memory. Oh, last time also like that. Last time also like that. Last time. And then you think, 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 think. From Singapore, you go all the way to USA. All the key pointers, all the capital you've taken. Overthinking. And then you know what's the worst thing that you do? You make inner vow. Next time, huh? no more. Inner vow. Inner vow. What are inner vows? Interesting. Okay, inner vows. You may want to write this down. Okay, inner vows are, are self-made promises. It can play a significant role in the formation of strongholds. Self-made promises. Oh, you know what? Brother Shanker didn't come on time. Cannot rely on him. Everybody also cannot. Self-made. I will not trust in a man anymore. Inner vows. Be careful of inner vows. I will not. I will survive. You know, it, it is a self-defense mechanism that is longing because you know what? You, you, you were hurt and you don't want to be hurt anymore. But guess what? If you don't want to be hurt, then don't fall in love. Because the first thing about being hurt is long suffering. If you don't want to hurt, then don't love. Sorry, it's a package deal. So when I, I feel like doing this, you know, in the vows, uh, you, you, know, you know, before you say I do, you guys are going to hurt each other, you know. And the one that's going to disappoint you, look at each other right now. Look at each other. The one that's going to disappoint you the most uh, is not your father, mother, father-in-law, mother-in-law. It's not your grandmother. It's you're looking at him at the face right now. The one person that you're going to get angry the most that can cause you to die 10 years earlier <laughs> is looking at you right now. Come on. Hey, married people, say amen. Eh? True or not? Come on. I mean, the one that kicks in me the most uh, is. Yeah, everybody don't want to get married. Yeah. 
but it can be a beautiful thing if you apply God's principle and you let the Holy Spirit help you. Amen. Come on, everybody say praise God. Yeah, I want them to know without Christ, is it very difficult leh? With Christ already so difficult leh. <laughs> Come on, everybody say amen. <laughs> you look at your husband and say, I forgive you because I do it unto the Lord, not you. <laughs> By the way, uh, when you say I give forgiveness, somebody's got to pay a penalty leh. And it's never a fair one. Someone, if you want fair, then it's not forgiveness. Somebody's got to pay the brand. Somebody's got to pay. One party is going to pay for it. One. That means I have to. You know what forgiveness is? Like, I just don't want to. I just cancel the debt. That's forgiveness. That's who suffer? The one that gives the lend the money. I'm cancelling all this. Who's right? Who's wrong? I'm cancelling that. Uh, because I love her. Amen. A- am I making sense here? So we have to be very careful this in the thing, in the vows. You know, we say, be careful, right? You know, in fact, uh, 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 James chapter 5, verse 12 says, But above all, my brethren, do not swear either by heaven or by earth or with any other oath. Let your yes be yes and your no be no, lest you fall into judgment. Here's another one, Proverbs chapter 20, verse 25. Proverbs chapter 20, verse 25. It is a snare for a man to devote rashly something as holy and afterwards to reconsider his vows. Amen. We have to be very, very careful with our vows. You know, say, I, I, I don't want, I don't want, I don't want already. You know, you know, I just want to do it my own way. So we have to be very careful about this thing. Amen. So again, healthy living means Get your appetites intact. Amen. Come on, everybody say amen. Whether it's food, what's your appetite? Whether it's ego, whether it's all those things. You know, if you follow the biblical way of definition of, 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 of discipline, your appetites will get intact. Let's say food, fasting. Amen. One meal, you will not die. In fact, guess what? It's proven that fasting is good for your body. Amen. Come on, everybody say praise God. Fasting is good for your body. Amen. We got to fast. Fast from negative thinking. Fast from, you know, we're going to be starting what we call a digital detox. I think it's good. Amen. Come on, everybody say praise God. You know, we're going to do stuff like that that will help us to control our appetites because I have to be controlling my appetite because if someone do something to me, at least my appetite is in control, I can say no. I can say no. You know what? If you cannot say no to your flesh, you don't need to say no to the devil. (laughs) Amen. You must say no to your flesh. Amen. Like I say no all the time. No, you cannot do this. If I let my flesh control me, habis. Amen. Okay? So we go to the next step. Okay, stage two. This was my favorite one actually. Entasment. To lure you or to lure to something. See, let, let me talk about triggers. We have triggers in our life. Okay? Triggers are tempting thoughts. Trigger is anything that gets the process of this temptation started. 
triggers our stimuli, such as memories, experience, events that invoke a strong emotional response or a specific behavior. This response could be linked to a past trauma, addiction, mental health condition, or deeply ingrained patterns of thought or behavior. For example, in the context of mental health, someone with post-traumatic stress disorder might be triggered by the sight and sound or smell that reminds them of a traumatic event. Like for instance, if they go, they hear a gun, bam! They go to post-trauma, the triggers come. They just cannot help it, the emotional fear comes in. When, when you were abandoned as a baby, when you think about the word or, or there's a scenario you just hear about abandonment, you trigger, you just cannot control, you trigger into depression. Amen. Triggers. You must know the trigger. Like for instance, I get triggered sometimes, you know, when, when I hear some of the old songs. Oh, I'm triggered. <laughs> then, you know, I, when I get triggered also by some perfume. Come on. Amen. We all get triggers. We all know. Somebody knows how to press our button. So we have to be very careful about triggers. Amen. That song, oh, oh, that song, because I, I used to dedicate the song 90.5 to my ex-girlfriend. Last, last time got dedication one, eh? you know that. Uh? Last time we all on our radio, we all said, oh, oh, this song is dedicated to so-and-so, you know, on this special day. He, he wants to say, I love you forever. <laughs> photos can trigger you. Facebook photos can trigger you. Wait, come on. We got to be very careful with triggers. Amen. In terms of stronghold, a trigger might be a situation or event that prompts negative or self-defeating thoughts. When you think about something, triggers you. You need to know your triggers. Amen. Okay? Everybody say praise God. You know, understand what our triggers are and developing healthy coping mechanisms to deal with them is critical part of healing and breaking free from strongholds, mental health, conditions or addictions. Amen. Come on, everybody say praise God. Amen. Everybody say praise God. There are some obvious triggers. If you're struggling with lust, I mean, you Facebook, you see things that you shouldn't be seeing, it triggers you. It's very obvious. If you're struggling with cigarette smell, you know, cigarettes, you quitting cigarettes, don't hang around people they are smoking. Amen. It will trigger you the smell of, uh, you know, I know this sounds really strange, but those people who are uh, cigarette uh, smokers will know this. The trigger for us is go toilet. Otherwise, we cannot move our bowels. Yeah, I know this is so strange for you. <laughs> like, you're, huh? Huh? Yeah. Amen. Don't, don't raise your hands, those of you that are, uh, you know what, I need to have a cigarette to move my bowels. I had constipation when I quitting my cigarette. I had. So, I, so what do you do, you know? You got to know all these things. Okay, then also that there are non-obvious triggers. You'd be things like hunger, stress, exhaustion, boredom. Or, you know, you'd be relational triggers, insults, rejection, abandonment. You just trigger. When you hear something, you trigger. You just feel like, no hope ready, no hope ready, no hope ready. It just triggers from your past experiences. Amen. A trigger is an external event or an internal state of mind that serves as a catalyst. Amen. That will tempt you. Amen. Some of you, certain things that we talk about, you see, you can see your face already shut down already. You, 
that there's such an emotional response that you need to deal with. You need healing. You need to go back and, and, and rethink what happened. Why, why is this addiction so strong? Some of us are not addicted to, to, to cigarettes or addicted to alcohol. Some of us are addicted to our self-preservation mode. Amen. Come on. Everybody say praise God. That you just become reactive. You stonewall. You know, and say, hey, I didn't do anything to you. It's not about you. It may be your father. But when you trigger that, spawn, you trigger it out. And then the person say, oh, I don't, suddenly you become like, hey, who is this person that I married? Something that I've never saw before come out there. And then some of you say, pastor, like got split personality. No, it was there all the while. But suddenly when you trigger, that fear comes in, that insecurity comes in. They don't think soundly anymore. Amen. And then you need to address it. Hey, I noticed when I talk about this, what's going on? You just trigger. You, you just become not sound. You just become, you, the inner voice all shots start to show up. What's going on? Let's revisit this. Because otherwise, every time you talk about this, uh, you talk about money, you talk about all these things, right? Trigger one there. There's so much doubt in this relationship. Then you're wondering whether I'm married to uh, the right person or not. I mean, they say I do already. No, no more, cannot already. So again, listen very carefully. Uh. You pray like, before you get married. Uh, show me the person who he really is. Like. Amen. Everybody say praise God. And parents, don't make the children bury so fast. Eh? If you yourself don't feel peace about it, say it. They need you to say it. Who else will say it? Amen. Everybody say amen. amen. Come on, everybody say amen. If that person you feel is no good, you better say it there. Because they are asking for you. Eh? Dad, what do you think? Dad, uh, 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 okay lah. You know what? Listen very carefully yeah. A bad marriage uh, is, what, what did that? No marriage is better than a bad marriage. Listen, no marriage is better than a bad marriage. Don't you ever say, no marriage is better than a bad marriage. And listen, uh, those of you that are parked on now, uh, I tell you this won't go in one because you're so romance. You think about, oh, where's the nicked Where's the candlelight dinner? You know why? Your limbic system come in already. That's why we tell you not to get so involved. Amen. Oh, I, you know what they tell me? I can change this person. If the Holy Ghost cannot change, what makes you think you can change? If every Sunday they come to service, the Holy Ghost is moving, what makes you think you can change that person? Amen. Take it slow and steady. Everybody say amen. You see, again, the devil knows how to entice you. Amen. He knows what trigger he can press into your life. You can make a hasty decision. I don't want to be alone. You know what? Can I tell you something? You can be alone the rest of your life. Because you don't have that inner intimacy. Ironically, 
Those people tell me, I want to get married because I don't want to be alone. Let me tell you something, okay? All the married people can say amen with me. There are times, right, even though we are married, we still feel lonely. We cannot share our inner thoughts. Eh? We look at them. If I share, they think that I'll judge them. Eh? If I tell them I'm tempted, they don't like it. They think that I'm carnal. So you know what? I keep to myself. Lo. And then when a man that is silent and passive, right? You don't want that. Eh? They always quiet one. Eh? So listen, ladies. Can I share with you something? If you keep your man shut up, right? I'd rather my man, uh, not my man. Uh, I'd rather my children voice out than keep themselves shut up. Lord, I don't know how it became a marriage seminar. Anyway, okay, come on, everybody say praise God. So then after that comes stage three, conception. This is where desires become action. Okay, then desires become... Psychologists often talk about the idea of ritualization. What's that? Ritualization is the habits or habits we fall into that get us closer to the object of our desire. Ritualization. We walk. Suddenly, right, you look, if you are somebody, right, that are, uh, uh, what do you call it, is an alcoholic, uh, you start to look everywhere, got beer one. Ritualize, because you are playing in your head already. What it should be happening? Ritualization. It begins with your thoughts. You look in Facebook. You look ritualization because nobody ever judge you. You look at some of the past relationships that you have. You start to scout them out. Come on, are you with me? You know, you start from one thought to another thought to another thoughts. Come on. Everybody say amen. Ritualization. You know, again, the thoughts are being conceived. Amen. Uh, then you know, uh, 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 you know, when, when someone engages in what we call SUDS. You know what's SUDS? Seemingly unimportant decisions. That means you click on the internet. <laughs> Nowadays, you can click by conception of those thoughts. You click. You start go Tinder. You start going all these dating apps. Conception. The thoughts are there. Men shouldn't be in Tinder. Married men. Christian men shouldn't be in Tinder. Thank you for that. Hello? Amen. You have to be careful. Listen to my podcast. I'm doing one. Why I'm against or why it's not wise to do online dating. Amen. Come on. Everybody look at me and say, Amen. You all love me still or not? Amen. I mean, I, I'm just telling you at it is because I love you all. I, I got no... I did, government didn't pay me to advertise about Tinder. That is no good. Huh? But you have to be very careful. Amen. Come on, everybody say, Amen. You know... It'd be things like, oh, I just go online, check my email. La. After email, go Facebook. La. After go Facebook, go social media. After go social media, go TikTok. La. After TikTok, see something trigger you again and then you go the cycle again. Conception, conception, conception. Keep on doing this because you know what? Hey, nobody see you. Uh. It's my screen. Listen very carefully, right? You got to put filters. Uh. Don't wait until you get into trouble. Then you start to put filters. Uh. Because let me tell you something. The narcissistic behavior begins first. Reason. Listen, research, computer games. After computer games, 
Guess where they go? Porn. You know what happened? I know of a couple who used to be in this church. Now they are speed up. Relationship is so sour. You know why? Because that guy started entertaining porn in the home. It's getting quiet. You need to put filters in your house. Look at me. You all say, Amen. If you have not put filters, that means you're guilty as charge. Everybody say, praise God. And then if you hack out, there's some serious things about you. If we can make it so difficult, you still want to climb the tree. <laughs> Something is off. Like. You are addicted. Like. And there are so many times when, when, when we are dealing with this conversation, we realize, right, that younger people are dealing with sex addiction at a very young age. And then they cannot be stimulated by natural sex no more. Like. That is scary. Yeah. Their minds are warped so much that they cannot be... When you are in that state, you need help. I, I, listen, if you need help, I will not do it. I will get you the professionals to do it. Amen. You know, in a, in a Congress series, right, they have to do a survey. You know what's the first survey? Are you a sex addict? If you are a sex addict, right, we will take you to focus on the family. You do it with them on their own timing because it's a very private thing. Okay? I want you all to be very clear about this. You've got to be very careful. You know, you be on click of the button, check one email, check another one, dating sites and all this. This is telltale signs that you have to be very careful. Oh, Lord, help me. <sighs> You know, you go inside your room, relax, then you flip, nobody see. Folks, the devil is all out. One click of the button, you can sin, you can conceive that thought. Amen. Everybody say, praise God. Then stage four, birth. The space between conception and birth may take a day, hours, or maybe only minutes, but birth is the natural follow-through of conception. This is the next stage where James called the birth of sin. We give into the temptation fully and we start looking at porn or engaging in online, whatever that's out there right now. Whatever that's out there. You start to meet up with people real time. It didn't just happen suddenly, one. It can be just very fast. Eh? Some of us, it becomes our way of life and we just... That's our coping mechanism. Coping mechanism of whatever needs that you have you, or triggers that's in you that, that never dealt with. And guess what? You need to know triggers in your life. Eh? First of all, you need to have healthy coping mechanism. There's two ways that you can deal with uh, triggers. Is that you, you trigger, if you manage, first, first level when you have addiction, you manage your environment, but that's not always going to work. You need to replace it with healthy strategies in your head, biblical strategies to tear down that stronghold, to curb your desires. Everybody say Amen. So you've got to have two strategies. One is called management. 
Management, everybody say management. That's where you flee, you fool us. That's where you flee. Yet you cannot even say no. You still got scars. You still got things that you remember very clearly. But, but, but you manage yourself. You surround yourself with loved ones. You surround yourself with a photo. You surround yourself with, with a picture of the baby or whatever. You just surround. You manage yourself because you can be triggered. But that don't stay there. You need to go back and, and bring healing to all those traumatic events of what you're trying to fulfill in your life that you don't have. That you need to go back to the Word of God and, and get it, get it, get it, get it dealt with. All your insecurities, replace it with healthy strategies. We're going to talk about strategies next week. Okay, everybody say amen. And then the fifth stage is sin. This is where sin grows. This is where we, you know, here's, here's the thing that I'm very worried about. Listen very carefully right now. You know, many people sin, then they never get caught. But no lightning come and hit you, ma. You think, hey, bo tai chi. <laughs> you know, like I heard somebody say, you know what, I know there's, there's no God. They throw the Bible out. And then it land on the ground. See, there's no God because God never strike me dead. You know who is that? Jim Jones. He took the Bible and he threw out. It land. You know, that's the thing, you know, just because we didn't get caught, it's because of His mercy. But you keep on doing this pattern and nobody addresses it. That's why I tell you something, it's better to address it early. That kind of thinking is way out, brother, sister, way out. You're testing God, you're tempting God. Somebody's got to tell them, speak the truth in love. Now everybody don't want to talk Pailang. I say, hey, hey, pastor, I see something. Then ask me to do it. I say, you see what? God like you see. Then you address it what? You got to have the courage to do it. Ma. Oh, I scared. Scared, why? Because you are, re- you know what? You, you, you scared because you will be rejected. Thanks, huh? Ask me to do all the dirty work. I didn't see what. Wait, you tell me. Then, then the person say, oh, it's not a safe environment. When I do something wrong, everybody knows. Then do you know if everybody knows, guess what happened? It's very hard for them to come back. If God allows you to see it, deal with it. Speak the truth in love. If you love somebody enough, tell them. I expect you do likewise. If I see something off, I will tell you. Is that okay? If you see something off, you tell me. Amen. I, I, I come to the stage, right? I, I'm telling you this. I come to the stage. I have nobody to impress. Right? Too old already. In fact, right, Sister Willoughby said this to me, right? You know, when she's on the dying bed, I say, tell the people who want to come and visit me. I will act as a prophetess. I will say everything that I need to say without guilt because I'm going to die. Then nobody come. Wow. We need people to tell us straight that it is. You're on dangerous ground. You're putting putting yourself into temptation. Amen. Everybody say, praise God. Is, Is this okay? You're still okay? Then sin leads to what? The next stage, death. Process of decay and misery. You don't have the peace of mind. You start wondering whether my religion is true. You don't feel the presence of God like the way you used to. You don't feel the victory that you used to. You used to sing freedom. Now you feel like freedom, but no. Then when you sing the song, what is your name? You still feel the presence, but now you don't. 
because your, your desire suddenly decay. Everything, I'm not talking about you as a person, as a spirituality, you will start to decay. Desire of the Word of God will decay. You don't even want to try to go to meetings no more because you cannot stand yourself. There is no inner peace within you. You start to go back. You start to withdraw from ministry. You start to withdraw. I can tell you one thing. There is desire that's last uh, when someone starts to withdraw from commitment. You know why? Because sometimes responsibility, listen very carefully now, responsibility keep me on the right track. Eh? Come on, everybody say amen to that. Responsibility keep me on the right track. Eh? I mean responsibility that I'm a father, cannot anyhow flirt already. Huh? Keep me on the right track. Eh? Responsibility help me not to just flirt around and do crazy stuff. Eh? That's why the best way for you to mature is to have a child. <laughs> Everybody say amen. Come on. They say uh, the best way to change is a child. Eh? Then have one child. It's different than having a second child. On a second child, then you have a third child. And then a fourth child. After you can have four child, you can have many babies, right? Because it changes you. Amen. I mean, those people that have more than one child will tell you this, right? One child is very different than a two child. Eh? Two child very different than three child. Eh? You improve along the way. Eh? Sorry, uh, Dora had all the guinea pigs. Uh, you know, all the, my mistakes. Uh, then Abby also get a lot of mistakes. Uh. You know, we grow. Amen. Okay, everybody say praise God. So you know what? You, you, you got to get yourself. You know, I was talking to, uh, you was Javin. Everybody's got to own, uh, not just their family, but the church. Eh? What is your responsibility in the church? You cannot always just sit on the pew uh, and expect people to do your responsibility. Eh? You are a family, why? Family got responsibility. Eh? You say, I want to be your family, but I don't feel like a family. Where's your responsibility? Could it be that you never take responsibility? Because in my last hurt, my family all got responsibility when we go out one eh? Amen. Come on. No wonder I don't feel alone because you don't have responsibility. When you have family, how many of you love the benefit of a family? Wave your hand. Come on. Wave your hand. Love, wow, love, wow, support, Sunday service, thank God, got music, worthy is the lamb, all the practice. Amen. I mean, today I saw Brother David, <laughs> he, his, his guitar break, like, his thing. I, wow, poor man, he's, see, I, I cannot see. <laughs> I mean, when you grow older, then I was looking, where are all the young people still sleeping on their way coming here? But thank God for Tian Chen. Tian Chen, come and help. For me, I help him. I also cannot see. This is a real struggle. Listen, this is a real struggle as we grow older. Like. My wife said this one. Hey, I'm not the same person that I used to be already. Now my chest is a bit tight. Eh? We must let her go check up. We are getting older. Like. I mean, I wish that I can hear. All my children know that I forgot to hear my hearing aid when I talk loud. Dad, are you wearing your hearing aid? I said, oh no, I forgot. Because they can tell we are not the same person. 
and growing. You see, let me tell you this. I know it's hard for you to believe it, right? You know, I am a man that is 20 years old with 33 years of experience. <laughs> everybody say amen. <laughs> Come on, everybody say amen. It sounds better, right, brother David? It sounds better. 30, 33 years of experience. But at the same time, we are dealing with this body. So glad that young, you young people are helping out. Because if pastor carry the speaker, maybe no pastor already. <laughs> Come on, everybody say amen. I mean, we all got to chip in to help. I'm not saying that, that this to make you feel bad. Please don't. Don't, don't feel that. I'm saying that somebody can do something. I mean, even you walk into this place, you smile, so everybody happy you are. Amen. Responsibility is important. Uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, go and pet the Sunday school teacher, you know, and say you're doing a good job. You know, encouragement, there's this thing called encouragement free of charge one. Thank you. Can, can everybody try to thank you? You know, uh, 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 what I'm trying to say is this, right? If we have responsibility, it helps us, keeps us intact so that we won't yield. When, when, when you are in the right place, you know, that's, that's one of the things that pastor so appreciate this church is because I believe in modesty. I, I, you know what? You never know what men go through in their head. Like. Hello? When, 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 when we talk about modesty, you know, we expect everybody wear more because I don't want if a worship leader wear, wear, wear something that's provocative. Uh, what is that? Provocative, right? That guy say, He's a then, then if a preacher were to preach, uh, web prerogative, right? <laughs> he talk about temptation, but the word tempting me. <laughs> Come on, you're laughing, but 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 also, you know, when you're sitting up the stage here, we can see thing one there. Hello, Pastor. Wow, Chinatown Point, ah, worse. Wow, Chinatown Point, you better wear that scarf, put down there, like can see one there. I said, oh Jesus, <laughs> oh Jesus. <laughs> you know that that's why we talk about modesty. That's why we talk about things like that. That is important. Don't sell yourself. Please, you, you owe it to your, God made you beautiful the way you are. If a person cannot see that truly about you, then he don't deserve you at all. That I have to show some skin. Come on. You know, I don't get it. Eh. The world very xiao. Eh. Now, shorter, more expensive. Eh. Less material, more expensive. Eh. And they get your money for it. Eh. <laughs> oh, just because it's uh, uh, what? Uh, uh, branded Chanel. Come on. Amen. Everybody say praise God. You know, I appreciate this place because, you know, we take care of people. We want it to be a safe place. Come on, everybody say amen to that. Then when we talk about relationship, we, we, we don't want anybody. Listen, uh, I'm not prophesying, uh, but your time will come when your children will always grow up ready. Listen, hear me now. Then they start to have their hormones. Eh? <laughs> then trust me, leh, good relationship will end up fighting. Leh. Because no boundary set. Leh. Hello? Uh, uh, hey, your son did this to my daughter. Leh. How? 
Then at that time, maybe I'm an old man already. I will take time, sit down, let's counsel you. Uh, come. You know, then we will tell you, uh, uh, you must put boundaries. Uh, don't wait until so late. Uh, you know, then say, oh, my, my, my daughter cannot come to the church already. My daughter cannot come because they can't hurt her. Then, when you offend the whole family, uh, the whole clan, it depends what kind of family you have. Uh. It's so real, eh, folks. You only think about yourself. I think about the bigger picture. I think about the future of the church. Eh. You all think about your wants only. Eh. Oh, I'm in love. Sometimes I just... Peak. I wish I can fast forward uh, some of the decisions you make and then how it affects you as a person. And you know what? A lot of people tell me this. If I know it was this case, I wouldn't have started it. Well, it's too late. Now you got the byproduct. You have to deal with it. Everybody say amen to that. If, you know, you, you see about this conception thing, this, it's, it's like a, you, you think about it, if a, a, a teenager don't have, have control about their sexual desires, it's the same thing. They will conceive. First thought, you know, oh, how can I, how can I bluff? How can I, listen, uh, if you, you, you think you can buy right all these principles to come to the right position, uh, you know, some people think this way, you know, uh, I can start here, but you know what? Uh, I can shortcut my way and then shortcut until I hit the destination. Some people think this way. God is not mocked. That will scare you. Whatever you do, you will pay for it. So we think that we can, <laughs> I'm smarter than the system, hello. I'm smarter than God, hello. I'm wittier than Him. So, I can squeeze <laughs> all these people. <laughs> i tell you something, the worst part about this is the conception that will inherited for the next generation. Iniquity will visit the next generation. That is scary to me. And that's a good enough reason for me to go back to God. Get my appetites under control. Everybody say, Amen. You may not pay it right now, but I guarantee you, uh, the day will come, I will ask you the question, did you do this in the past? Did you do this in the past? You need to repent for those areas in order to get victory for the present area. You say, yes, because God is not mocked. You cannot outwit God. I try to outwit Him. I have to pay. Amen. Is this okay with you Amen. You know, I don't have time to talk about the six ways that we're going to be talking about having victory. That's talking about the stages. Once we talk about the stages, next week we talk about the six victories that we can get. But could we all stand for a moment? Amen. And I, and I, I want us to realize, amen, that, that all these six stages can happen real quickly if we are not careful. We need to know the pattern. Amen. Everybody say praise God. We need to know the pattern. If we, that's why the scripture is very true when we can control our desires. Come on, if we can control our desires. Amen. If we can control our desires. Shall we just lift our hands right now? Come on, just lift your hands right now all over this place. I need you all some to close that door right now. Some of the doors that you thought that 
maybe you could escape. Amen. I need you to close that door right now. The presence of the Lord is here. Close that door. Father, we come before you. We ask God right now, God, that you will cleanse us again. Come on, just leave your hands right now all over this place. Father, we give me the strength, God, to keep that desire. Let my desires be under control, Father, right now. Come on, just leave your hands. Father, I pray for the young people, Lord, those desires that have not been opened, let it remain shut. Father, I say let it remain shut because when it opens, God, it's a harder time to close it. So, Father, we pray for protection. Come on, if you have a child, if, if you have people in this place that you know that are younger, whether they have been exposed to physical touch or whatever, come on, just pray for them right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, protect our young people right now in the name of Jesus. Come on, protect, Lord, before my child grows up, Lord, protect them right now, God, from, from, from desires that may not be open right now for them. And Father, we pray for those, God, that have opened up desires, God, that you help us, Lord. Come on, just leave your hands right now. Father, we open up that desires. Lord, we know our triggers, God. Some of us are still struggling with our triggers. Help us, Father. Help us keep those triggers, God. Lord, whether it's in the areas of relationship, in the areas of, of, of respect, in the areas, God, of my life, Father, that needs, Lord, Lord, that, that you to help me bring it to a place where it becomes healthy Father right now I pray for healing God I pray for healing in those areas God that I'm longing for intimacy longing for relationship I pray God that you will fulfill those areas of my life Father you will fulfill God my relationships God you will fulfill God God areas God that I have a need in Lord whether it's respect, God, whether it's God, uh, Lord, it's relationships, whether it's a relief. Father, I choose to forgive right now. I choose, Lord, to forgive. Come on, just leave your voice right now. Hallelujah, Jesus. And Father, right now, God, I ask, lead us not into temptation, Father. Lord, again, God, I pray, God, all these processes, God, will help us, God, see. But Lord, I pray you give us wisdom, Lord, to deal with them, Lord. You, you Lord, you give us, Lord, somebody, God, that, that will help us along the way to help us process, Father. Amen. If you are married today, I want you to grab hold of your loved ones right now. Amen. I want to pray for your relationship. Then we pray for the single. We pray for those people. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, I want to pray for every relationship right now, God. Lord, I pray, God, that your hands will be upon our relationship, Lord. Lord, I pray right now, God, for a hitch of protection, God, to be upon them. Lord, let them be a picture of how Christ would love the church. Amen. Lord, we owe ourselves, God, to have good relationships, Lord, with each other. Let there be understanding. Let there be grace. Let there be respect. Let there be, Lord, the, the way we ought to behave with each other. God, give us, Lord. God, give us the authority to reclaim back what's ours. Some of us have lost 
areas of our relationship that we need to reclaim back. Give us the wisdom. Give us the gentleness, Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And Father, we want to pray for every single here today. Amen. If you are not married, you are considered a single. Even though you are in courtship. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray, God. Lord, help us understand. Before we are in courtship, for those that are in courtship, we are brothers and sisters first. Father, I pray, God, right now, Jesus, God, that we would be careful in leading them, Father, right now. Come on, just, just pray. Lord, help us treat them with dignity. Help us treat their heart. Lord, not, not defrauding them, Father. Lord, I pray, God, even for those that are single right now, God, that are longing for relationship, Lord. You know their hearts, Father. It's nothing wrong. And God, I pray at the right timing, Jesus, God, you know what we are up against, Lord. Lord, there's not enough men in every church, Lord. I pray, God, that you will, Lord, grant us, God, Lord, men, Lord, in this church, Lord, that you will begin to draw but God, in the meantime, we will not lower, God, our standards. We will not lower, God, our convictions, Father. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, God, have your way. Do your will, Father, right now, Jesus. In Jesus' name, God, guide us, Lord. Lead us, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And we want to pray for even all the widows, you know, again. Uh, we pray God's hands will be upon them. Father, right now in Jesus' name, Lord, for all those, God, that are single and older age, God, protect us, Father. Lead us not into temptation. Deliver us, Father. Lord, deliver us from evil, Father, right now. Lord, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, God. Amen, amen. I want us to lift our hands one more time to the Lord. He is good. He is worthy. Amen. Father, I pray God right now, God, for everyone in this room, that they will find their place. They will find their responsibilities and they do it well. Lord, I don't mean, Lord, Lord, the way you design it is for us to get involved so that we are grounded. We are rooted. Lord, this is one of the ways that we can protect ourselves is when we are responsible not to ourselves, but also to the entire family of God. We belong to each other. When one member suffers, all suffer. So, Father, we want to take that role, Father, right now, God, because we realize, God, it's so much easier to be a critic. But today, God, we want to be contributors to the kingdom. Hallelujah, Jesus, God. Again, you have led us to this place. We ask, God, that you bless their homes. We ask, God, that you bless them, God. We ask, God, that there'll be a restoration, God, of your relationship with all of us in our homes too. In Jesus' name and all God's people say, Amen. Look at somebody who says, I appreciate you. Amen. Amen. You know, the one thing, listen very closely. I don't know why God wants me to do this, but I'm going to tell you this. Listen very carefully. Parents especially, brothers and sisters, listen very carefully. 
never take a Bible and whack somebody's head with it. What do I mean by that? You can know the scriptures and you use this against your wife, your children. Never, never use this to destroy somebody. Listen, you are not holier than thou. Are you all with me here? We are so tempted to take the Bible and look at our children and say, Thus say the word of the Lord. And we, bang, their head. <laughs> you will never weed your children that way. Never weed your children that way. You weed your children through your love. Are, are you all with me? Yeah, you got to accept them the way they are. Amen. Because acceptance is the greatest influencer. Listen, come on, everybody say praise God. Are, are you all with me here? Amen. Don't take this Bible and say, Thou shalt not. Without, don't do that to Joanne. Hear me very carefully. You take the Bible, thus say the word of the Lord. You sit down. I want to have a Bible study with you. The Bible says, Submit. Or you indirectly use the Bible. You don't dare to tell your wife directly, but because you know you sleep outside. Ma. Hello. Amen. But you can say an appeal, my dear. I would love to do it, but I don't mean to say anything bad about this, but I got my convictions and I hope you can honour that, you know. I feel that the word of the Lord says this. Amen. As the head of the household, you can choose to disagree with me, but I make my stand. Everybody say praise God. Is this okay? Because I don't want you to take somebody, yeah, you got to repent. Then the guy comes and says, Pastor, come and see me in the hospital. I cannot abuse. Abuse by what? Huh? The Holy Bible. And, and, and it's King, uh, this one is Tom's, uh, this one is not, uh, but thank God this is uh, Thomas Nelson. But if you take the one Thompson chain, you will go to the hospital. Okay? I want you all to be very clear don't beat your loved one to become a Christian. Don't manipulate them. The, as you heard from pastor again, listen, if someone takes away someone's choice, that's not love. But at the same time, it doesn't mean that you succumb. At the same time, they make their choice. You have to make your decision. If you are not going to the right place, we consider. Amen. Would you consider with me? Would you have a dialogue with me? Would you have a dialogue why the Word of God is not... Why do you see it different? Let's discuss. Let's have a Bible study. Would you... Let's have a dialogue. At the end of the day, it's God that reveals. But the most important deal is this. Listen. The Spirit of God works through that you without condemnation. Listen very carefully. The Spirit of God is a spirit of comfort. The Spirit of God is a spirit of truth that will bring conviction when you say the words. Amen. When you have a right relationship with God, the anointing destroys. Amen. Hear me now. 
everybody say praise God. Is this okay? Don't take the Bible to whack at your children next time they don't want to come to church because they think, <laughs> my head baluku, I still haven't healed. <laughs> okay, everybody say praise God. And also give a grace, give grace to the young people. Remember this, uh, we were all one time crazy. Everybody say amen. We were also crazy. I know it's hard for you to believe I used to have red hair. Amen. But God's goodness and grace that have led me here. Father, we thank you as we close. Father, we thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your grace, God. Lord, the only reason why we are here today is because of your goodness. Lord, let us never forget that, Lord. Lord, some of us were crazy. Some of us were just a mess. Lord, that's not even a word to describe the mess that we got ourselves into. But you saved us. You took us in. You did not judge us. You became our saviour. You paid that price for me. That's why today we are here. We want everyone to know about your goodness and your saving land, that you are a good God, you are a saving God. So, Lord, again, we give you honour, we give you praise. Let's clap our hands unto the Lord. Amen. The next session, next week, the six principles that we can apply to have victory. We talk about six processes. Next week, six principles that we can apply to our lives. Amen. God bless every one of you.